Computer is being repaired. Well, we I got my email today that they're working on it. Just like something just exploded in it, like with the, the, uh, the internal CPU fan started failing. So like uh, I can walk. You can like I have like an internal temperature check on my computer. You can turn on. You get installed. Mm. It's like free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could watch like like I can see all my other fans working normally. I can just see my CPU just going like from like if I was like at seventy, you know, like not the best nah. resting, which is not good. No, you get to, yeah, I was I about to, to say that's. Yeah, and I turned on a game, and I I put I turned on a, a graphic intensive game, uh, the Avatar video game, because I just like Avatar, and that's my cross to. We mean, yeah, I'm assuming we we this is James Cameron Avatar, not James Cameron Last Avatar, Avatar. No, yeah, not yeah, the graphically yeah, okay. intensive Avatar the Airbender Xbox Sixty game, which was the, nickel, easy the Nickelodeon tie-in game. Points. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, no, I was uh, playing. I was doing that. And I just watched it go from like seventy. 80, 90, 4, and then my computer went away. And I was like, yeah, uh, guys, it's, it's just not good. It's not good. <laughs> oh, yeah. beans. You see mine? Yeah, they're would... like, yeah, well, they're like, we'll repair yeah. it for you. It's your warranty. Yeah, I was going to say, mine does a thing where every now and then when I turn it on, the fans just don't engage. Like, none do of them. To, do you have to, like, hit them? Do you, like, hit them and they start working? No, I just have to, like, turn the computer off and on again. But the thing is, I have Be Quiet fans, which are really nice when I'm playing a game because they're really quiet. Yeah, uh, it's pretty bad though because I won't realize the fans aren't on until I'm playing a game <laughs> and I have like NZXT cams open and suddenly it's like, hey, your CPU's at a hundred degrees and I turn and like the the letters NZXT I have them programmed to change color based on the temperature. They're just like dark red, which is the worst they can be. They're like, you're burning it up, bro. You're doing great. Like burning and. I- yeah, I'm like, I suddenly realize I can smell hot metal, <laughs> and I'm like, this seems wrong. I, mine, I don't know how I got so good at detecting because my computer was like right next to me to my left when I had it, and mm-hmm. so my and my hand kind of just rests above it, and I was able to like gauge how hot my computer was by how hot my left arm was like feeling. And so I was really being like, wow, it's getting really hot really quickly. <laughs> and, I was like, and I could like hear this kind of like bad whirring noise. I'm like, it sounds like a fan's dying. And I was like, it's not a fan. It's my internal CPU fan. I went, oh shit, I do not need thermal scarring or whatever. <laughs> oh no, that's much worse. That's to get, yeah, you're just everything like, has oh, gotten this is a, a whole lot worse all of a sudden. Yeah, it seems like one of the most important parts of the whole system is fails. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know. Ha <laughs> ha. God, uh, silly. You know what else grinds my gears? Let's get on another rant here. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> okay, I was mostly joking, but you know what sucks? Looking for a job and finding sales jobs, but they're not called sales jobs. That shit sucks. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. they're all over the fucking place. Yeah. I'm, I'm I was also just going to say it a bit of... Oh, go ahead. No, go go ahead. for it. I was going to say, no, I, I think like I'll have my one scorching hot take like I do during every Thanksgiving or Christmas where my dad yells at me. Where I think if yeah, you and I rip my family job, apart, yeah, <laughs> mostly it's just me, and my dad yelling, but like not being mad, but someone else gets nervous, we're mad at each other. My dad just like yelling at each other in a very non like angry way. Um, we just love arguing. Uh, but this so much. 
Yeah, it does. My uh, dad, or not my dad, every sales job is like labeled like sales job, you will be cold calling. It's all commission. Do not even put salary on here. You should just like have like, they should be like, okay. And God will be like one fourth of these people die. Not all of them. So like they'll, we will see who still tries it. <laughs> but like there should be like a deep fear within them to be like, if I put out this thing and I put like dollar amount you can make, 60 to $200,000. Maybe this is a bad thing to put out into the earth. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know. I just want to see someone like who would still do it because that means, God, you're a really good. You're like, you know what? It's a great job offering. But if you're like, <laughs> or like, yeah, it's only the people who get a certain amount in. The other ones are cold. Yeah. The other ones are, they get smote. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, Whoever has the best customer reviews, like once you're like, oh, you got below a 3.5. Sorry. Yeah. You go straight to hell, actually, right now. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Ooh, you just fucking rough. dissolve like it's yeah. endgame. Just <laughs> <laughs> What's that uh, new movie coming? I keep seeing ads for it. That was just come out last year. And it's like about a guy starting to stay in New York and, like with his boss. But they're like, oh, yeah. you. Oh, we're going to have to like deport you. And they just disappear. And the people just disappear. No, I don't know what this is. I have is. No, no idea what the hell you're talking. I just about. Add like a bunch of times. I, I forget are who you it sure is. you have it. No, like, this are is you a sure real that thing. wasn't like a fever that you suffered from. No, it's <laughs> a real thing. I've seen this ad to be done. I thought it came out last year, but it got uh, uh, postponed to come out till the I think the like August this year because of the strikes and stuff. Oh, there's um, a lot of movies that got delayed because yeah, of that. Yeah, right. And it, uh, I saw ads for it before, and then I saw ads again recently at the theater, and I was like, this film had to have come out. I had to go like, look it up. But yeah, the whole like concept is like, you know, you need like a work visa to stay here. If not, you literally just get like disappeared. You just go like, oh, you're out of time. And people just like disappear from the earth or something. Okay, first you were just talking, and I thought you just like, I thought you had just like had COVID and didn't realize that like, I don't know, you had watched a bunch of Republican ads and, like, these two things combined in your fever-addled <laughs> My brain. My favorite Republican ads. Like, if you elect us, your time is almost running out and it just shows, like, a minority person looks at the camera and then, like, the script page they're holding to read off something disappears and then just Ted Cruz creepily comes into frame, a little bit of butter smear on him and he goes, that could be you. And I'm like, that's the end, like... And it's like, he's always a little just too close, but no, instead he went to go do Lady Ballers and this is a real film coming out. Uh, no. well, why did, why did you add the butter? <laughs> Have you seen Ted Cruz? It's either that or candle wax, and the candle joke's been overdone. The butter cow <laughs> is like a glorious... Like, it represents America to such an uncanny tea that I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know think, how he did it. Yeah, I don't think he's smeared in butter or wax. I think he's made of wax, and slowly the homunculus of, like, hatred and just general shittiness that he is is starting to come unraveled as the ancient curse that produced him is losing steam. <laughs> this slowly, is my real theory. It slowly unravels. I just love any opportunity I get to say the word homunculus. That's Homunc true. A homunculus? Yeah. I just well, still think about the tweet, wow, a cow made of butter. Like, it's just such so perfect. <laughs> it's powerful. My well, girls would love it. I'm looking at August movies, and I'm not seeing what you're describing, but apparently there's a Borderlands movie coming out in August. Oh, yeah, that movie's been happening uh, for, Kate like, Blanchett. 10 years. I can yell at my wife right now and figure out the name of this movie. <laughs> I'm going to type in A24 upcoming heard, movies. Oh, it's I an bet, A24 movie. I bet I will be able to get it if I do this. I'm gonna, Are I'm you thinking about thinking of... 
Alex Garland's Civil War? No, that would be that would be a much funnier film all of a sudden, and I would enjoy. It. I think it's A twenty four. Are you thinking of Harold and the Purple Crayon? No. Alien Romulus. No. No, it's Problemista. There it is. I got it. It's Problemista. Ah. Found it. It's March twenty twenty four. Sorry. March. Oh, that's that's a much different month. Than Problemista. August. Yeah, I got uh. it. Fuck all of you. I hate everyone in here. Lead us in, Zach. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of World's Strongest Ka- World's Strongest Podcast Kai. The final second, chapters. Stop. Let's no. just redo it. Let's just, yeah, let's just do it again. Let's just one more. I, I, I don't do it. Time time for that. Fuck one more you. Fuck time, you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of World's Strongest Podcast Kai. The final chapters. I'm your host, Zach. He's my co-host, Chase. Hey. And Thomas. <laughs> Hi. Hope you know I'm leaving both takes in. I almost uh, lost we, my shit because I almost said something when you said it's my co-host. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, roll it back one more time. Hello everyone and welcome to episode yeah, okay, yeah. No, don't do of it, World's don't do Strongest it, don't do Podcast it. Kai. The final chapters. This, these are my co-host Chase. Hey, it's me again. And Thomas. Uh, I'm Zach. Oh, and shit. I'm, All right. and I'm Zach because I forgot to say my name this time. I hate all of you. <laughs> I held up a cup to my uh, to my uh, what's it called camera, being like, "That's me." Hey, thanks. For, this is a video podcast. Hey, who? Yeah, we don't they even have, have our cameras now. on to see each other. Nobody is going to see that. <laughs> That's uh, it was for the audience. they'll hear it. They mm-hmm. they'll it. hear it. <laughs> they hear me sloshing my drink around noisily. And today we're talking about episodes 129, 130, and 131 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, we're full of beans today. I'm very happy about it. <laughs> episode episode 129. A secret plan to defeat Boo. Its name is Fusion. So Piccolo and secret. Krillin retreat to the lookout with an unconscious Goten and Trunks. Goku joins them, but things are looking grim, as the group assumes Gohan, Shen, and Vegeta are all dead, though Gohan and Shen are still alive. Vegeta's really dead. Out of options, Goku decides to teach the children fusion. Meanwhile, Bulma and co. gather the Dragon Balls as Boo continues his rampage. Episode 130. Found. A faint ray of hope. Awaken, warriors. Which is like a nonsense sentence. (laughs) Bulma and co. use a wish on the Dragon Balls to bring back those who had been killed that day. With Goku too late to catch up to them, let them know what their plan is. Goku takes everyone back to the lookout and fills them in on what they know. Meanwhile, their wish has revived Kabito, who heals Shen. Together, they find Gohan and set to take him to the world of the Kais to heal him and prepare him to destroy Boo. In episode 131, find the nuisances. Bobbity's retaliation begins. Bobbity shows the world through telepathy the Z fighters and tells them they have five days to turn them in or else he'll destroy the planet. Goku and co. turn their hopes to Goten and Trunks, who Piccolo plans to teach the technique of fusion to give them the power to defeat Boo. Meanwhile, Gohan is healed on the sacred world of the Kais, where Shen leads him to a weapon he believes will give him the power to stop Boo. The Z Sword. So anyway, swords have worked so well every other time they've shown up in this franchise. There is sort of a a huge, just fucking trend that if a sword shows up in Dragon Ball, it's gonna get broken. Uh, and spoiler, that doesn't happen in these episodes. But anyway, <laughs> it, uh, I mean. 
at times I worry about talking ahead with spoilers. There are people who have not seen Dragon Ball Z, but I imagine most of them would not be listening to this podcast. I, I feel like you're probably aware. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I do love, like, this episode opens up, uh, and I'm like, I wonder if this one's going to introduce Fusion. Um, it also has everybody on the play being like, Bulma is worried that people are dead. And everyone's like, why we got to worry about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, Look, we're which going is... to get the Dragon Balls, which I guess, since, if true, since they're going to collect them, I guess Bulma hasn't entered her I always have them at all times stage of her life yet. No, it does also like, this episode has a through line of a bunch of people being like, all these people are dead. And they're like, well, we got the Dragon Balls, so who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> I, part of me loves it in terms of a, like characters responding to the dynamics of their world and strategizing accordingly. Another part of me is like, wow, this is a dark world where you're like, yeah, let him <laughs> let him get a couple like atrocities out of his system. Don't worry, we can just undo it. There's no residual trauma left by this. Look, all I'm saying is every person in that plane has either died or had several people close to them also die and then come back. This is What are you going to do after that? Yeah, it does like What does life there's mean like a, when you know it doesn't mean much? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like a low-key commentary on what having the Dragon Balls does to your psyche going on in these episodes. Not to mention I do you love... already know heaven exists. Goku's chilling there and he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty sick, guys." Yeah, there is one person on this plane who should be freaking out more and that's Videl. Because she's never seen the Dragon Balls or their effects. And she's pretty quick to just agree with what they're saying. But then again, she, with all the other weird shit happening and the fact that she didn't know people could fly up until like a month ago. This feels pretty believable at this point that she'd be like, you know what? Everything else they've said has turned out to be true. She's also so taken just like rolling. a lot of blows to the head recently. And sure, the sense she took a sense to, but that can't have healed everything. So she's, yeah, she's going with it. I think you've like you like I think there's probably like a point where you hit like a certain threshold where your brain just kinda becomes like like there's a plasticity to it with like imagine like you were we were all sitting here and then like God sat down next to you and you're like, Holy shit, that's God. He's like, Yep, that's God and you're like, Mind's blown and he's like, And here's the alien gem that we also aliens are pissed around <laughs> the planet that we all that, that I'm friends with pretty like, What's well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's oh my and then it's like and then here's the other dimension you that you have at all times have access to travel with your mind and you're like, Oh and then at some point you're just like I wonder if you just give up. You're just like, Yeah, okay, it, sure. Your brain just like, sh- eh, what brain oh, shuts yeah, down I just, as a I just saw mechanism. the bubblegum man, there's like a People are killing each other. This guy just told me, like, there's a pink bubblegum man killing everyone, and these two kids are so powerful, they can, like, destroy the world. And, well, okay, yeah, whatever. And, and yeah, oh, and there's dragon brings me out of Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. Keep out. Let's fuck it. I'm just on the ship at this point. I don't even <laughs> Let's know. Let's go. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? I'm ready. Yeah. Just yeah, I would the agree. Next thing. Just I let think... me know. Let me know how much this isn't real anymore. Yeah, Videl has hit, like, peak saturation in having her worldview destroyed. So at this point, she has no worldview, like, no. No gauge on what's real and what's fiction, so she's like, anything anyone says right now, she's like, yeah, cool. Sure, fuck it. Like, she's, yeah, she's really lucky none of these people are Scientologists, or this could have turned out really bad. (laughs) 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 You're telling uh, me Roshit didn't try his hand at running a sex cult? 
No. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get into the implications of that, so I'm moving on to the next scene <laughs> in which Piccolo showing up with Goten and Krillin and Trunks at the lookout, like Dende and Popo come out to greet him, which is a moment where I'm like, Dende's like, oh, I was expecting you, Piccolo. Wait, why are they knocked out? I'm like, what is the level of omniscience that Dende is afforded as the guardian of Earth? Oh, you know, he wasn't, like really he, a... paying, he wasn't really paying that much attention. He's got shit to do yeah, up there, like, um, uh, gardening? Yeah, I mean, this feels like just shit he should have been, like, at least mildly aware of. Like, he seems to have a form of advanced key sense, as well as, like, I don't know, Kami did. Like, as part of the position. I, I feel like he should at least know. Yeah, but he's also, like, uh, new and still, like, unsure of himself. Because, like, a recurring bit that I like through... I think it's the next episode is whenever he's like, well, we could do this, right, Piccolo? And Piccolo's like, look, motherfucker, this is your job. Stop asking me. Yeah. Like, he's, like, looking for guidance from the commie part of Piccolo. And Piccolo's like, it is literally your job now. Like, I cannot why, do this Why are you, you asking me? Yeah. I also love that in this scene, Krillin's like, I hope Goku's all right. And Dende's just like, why would you be worried about him? He's already dead. He's already dead, remember? <laughs> Which, again, like everyone with the Dragon Balls, is just the hell of a, like, breaking down the background psychology of all of these characters living in this world just a little <laughs> bit. Like, there's a grimness to some of this. I also, this is me, like, looking ahead because I've seen Super, but everyone can sense Shen. Or they refer to sensing Shen. They're all like, I can't sense him now. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't Shen use Divine Key and therefore no one would be able to sense him? That's uh, what I would assume. Yes, he I thought... should. But also mm -hmm. he sucks at his job. So maybe he just doesn't do the Divine Key. It's fair. But I thought at the World Tournament, did they say they could sense their energy at the World Tournament? Because I thought they said they couldn't. Uh, and I that was like, like... They could feel something... Which yeah, that is... it was more that it was, like, kind of off than not sensing it, I think. I've slept I a thought, lot. Which is, wasn't, like, like yeah, saying so. Piccolo was trying to find the key, and Piccolo's like, maybe I can because I'm Kami? Yeah, maybe. something Wasn't that, like, like their whole that. thing was, like, Kami's like, he's like, I'm gonna try to sense it out because, like, I'm Kami, so I'm gonna try to, like, figure it out. They're sort of wishy-washy on if Piccolo can sense Divine Key. The whole, like, feeling that presence of someone in front of you... That is in uh, Super. Like, there is a scene in Super where uh, Vegeta turns Super Saiyan Blue in front of Future Trunks. Um, and Future Trunks is like, I can't sense his key, but I can feel, like, the power radiating off of him. Not, like, in a key sense way, but, like, in the way that... Air pressure kind of way. Yeah, that's, like, how they kind of explain it. So the idea that, like, Piccolo could feel that kind of, like, power seeping off of him... Or, like, feel that it's seeping off him in a way that is not consistent with Key. Mm -hmm. But, uh, unclear. <laughs> um, I get, but I in this, like, they're think, just I like, I can't opinion, set Shen anymore. Yeah, I think they really can't send Shen. I, I think they were just hoping Piccolo. I think, like, what it was, like, Piccolo, like, no one else could, could detect what Shen was. But I think Piccolo was the only one who's like, I can detect, like, some level of, like, pressure or like some familiarity to this like he's got an idea thing of what's going on yeah. because of Kami was I think the idea they had and so mm -hmm. they're probably just like maybe I can try that again it just nothing happens hmm that'd be, that'd be my assumption 
That's possible. I'll I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough that I think it's, I think it's like all this doesn't really mean is they they try and fail. <laughs> like that's the yeah. that's also yeah. the end goal of this is they go well look it didn't work so I think you know, so Dragon Ball stays in the same good space it was doing. I think they're just like I don't know Piccolo you kind of did su- sussed it out a little bit. Well we'll try to suss it out again. That's no, fair enough. I, I'll I'll take that. <laughs> Piccolo just gets to do things because he is like Toriyama's favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. As Toriyama has said before. Which, fair. He rocks. Um, he does. But anyway. He's great. And now he can turn into a big man. Now he's yeah. big and orange and my friend. And now we cut back to Boo, who is literally flying through the track of a roller coaster. Oh with no, Bobbity it's on his the back, Android is... t- theme park. It's going to get blown up again. Yeah, everyone, whoever is terrorizing the Earth currently has to just show up at this theme park. What kind of insurance do they have on this place? Because it does keep getting rebuilt. (laughs) (laughs) As well as, like, we saw the episode already where Trunks and Vegeta had the deal that if Trunks landed a single blow on Vegeta, he'd take him to an amusement park. I'm just going to say it's this one. Because it's Dragon Ball, it probably is. I don't know how many amusement parks they feel like animating. Uh, um, there's only the... one Dragon Ball park now, and it's going to keep getting destroyed, sadly. Yeah, unfortunately yeah, they Vegeta... shut down Cool World or whatever it was way back in Dragon Ball that was like in the bubble thing in that one filler episode. Yeah. Like, we love that you like Cool World, but we're get- we are going to have to get rid of it. It's <laughs> like, no, we don't, you don't need to get rid of it. And they're like, I'm sorry, we do. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, we're opening up Fun World over here. <laughs> See some booze running yeah. through. Oh, no. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And then, yeah, no. Uh, Boo flies through it, has a good time. Bobbity's like, whoa, whoa, Boo, what are you doing? Ah! Like, kicks Boo off of him, and he starts falling, and he's like... I'm gonna die! Catch me or I'll seal you! And he catches him, which I'm like, Bobbity, we have seen you fly. Don't be dramatic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then, like, one dude on the roller coaster is just like, oh, neat special effect looking at Boo, and Boo just vaporizes him. (laughs) Instantly dead. (laughs) Incredibly funny timing. It's it's cold, but it's also, it's just to be like, oh, that's a neat special effect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we yeah z plot of Nobody we're getting the Boo the z warriors effect. yeah we're getting the b plot now with the z the z gang which is what i'm calling them which is all the people he used to do stuff in dragon ball plus android 18 and her kid um <laughs> my yeah like goku and them aren't there they're just getting the dragon balls because they assume like at I think they're kind of operating the assumption either, like, they're going to fix everything, so we're just going to go ahead and wish everyone back to life, them being Goku, Vegeta, all them. Um, Even though Goku, or Vegeta, was looking fucked up the last time they saw him. Well, they're him. going to go fix and, uh, Vegeta's boo-boo. Yeah, yeah, their plan is, we gotta revive the people who Vegeta killed, thinking that, like, well... Oh, go- Goku's got everything else. Yeah, we're good. Like, this is fine. Little do they know, uh, no. Things are not fine. Yeah, things are decidedly not fine. But we get kind of a short sequence of them hunting, like, one Dragon Ball, which feels 
reminiscent of Dragon Ball in some ways. Like, I think that's what they're aiming for, to be like, let's do a goofy little filler thing, because I'm assuming this is mostly filler content that got left in. Well, it has to Um, be, because Chi-Chi gets to do something. Yeah. (laughs) It is like a sequence of them. There's a dragon that shows up, like the Dragon Balls in a dragon's nest, which is the first time we see a dragon that isn't, like, Shenron or uh paranga love like, just like he's a just living a big breathing. guy yeah so i love like, get out of here. big guy <laughs> big guy goes underwater everyone fights it out roshi does a sexual har- does a sex crime again there's some like huge sex crimes like yeah, what roshi the hell forces a motorboat onto 18 uh and then just gets wily coyote'd into a metal wall is what i wrote and then he, he like, goes he back like, for another one. Yeah, and then he goes back for just a grab, and I'm like, what? It's, it's, yeah, do they feel like they need to Roshi. compensate because Roshi hasn't done anything in, like, epi- like dozens of episodes? And they're like, well, shit, everybody's been missing that prime Roshi per- pervert material. Better get it yeah, out while he's to- on screen. Yeah, we really got to open a bottle of classic Dragon Ball yikes in this episode that we haven't gotten to open in a long and time. Been and I've been so well behaved in the tournament. I know. It, it was like so, nice having so him around better. in mentor mode, just kind of existing with the rest of the crew. And then, no, it's like, oh, right, he's Master Roshi. Yeah, it's like, all right, this is why we all got tired of his shit <laughs> in Dragon here's, Ball. Here's like just. It's just, it's just, it's just like, it's like, it's like so over the top. Um, mm-hmm. It's just very it's, over the top in a way. It's aggressive. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, it was just like kind of upsetting, honestly. It was really upsetting. I was like, God <laughs> like, damn it. Why did we have to do this? Uh, jokes. I don't know. Yeah. I'm being very funny actually right now, sir. I mean, they definitely, like, yeah, definitely people thought this is humorous. Um, like, who wrote it or whatever, because that's the classic joke. Uh, Nobody is... I wish to associate with. Yeah, same. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, back on the lookout. I, that's really all we need to talk about. They get the Dragon Ball. Chi-Chi is, gets to dive into the water and help him. Um, Yamcha's really got some boxers on that he board. feels embarrassed about for whatever reason. Yeah, even though they're just pretty standard cartoon boxes. Oh, and then Roshi That's like comedy. Oh, and then Roshi farts on everyone, and that knocks out the dragon, and they get yeah, he, the Dragon Ball that way. And I, yeah, he, what am I watching? He drops like a hot dump on a dragon, instantly killing it. Oh God! Oh, I do love the eighteen, like because they're all the Dragon Ball falls into the ocean. And they're all like, "Well, I can't get it. I can't get it." The only one with a valid excuse is Android eighteen. Uh, cause she's like, I, I, I will die. I am a robot. <laughs> but like, we know Android Horse 17 <laughs> can go underwater. Yeah. We saw Android 17 fight underwater. I think she's just lying to everybody cause she doesn't want to go in there either. Which is like, it's... that's better characterization. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. She, if, if she had just been like, ah, damn. Like, yeah, bro. I'm if you oh, pay no. me. Oh no, the water. Jero didn't uh, make me waterproof. Haha, no. Oh, fucking. And they're all just students be like, yeah, that makes sense. Jero <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't make her waterproof. Metal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why I, I know this perfect killing machine waterproof. Now, I know Piccolo fought Sam Tanner water, but this is a woman, so <laughs> I don't know, guys. A and lot of conflicting information. Yeah. 
Did she took off her water parts? <laughs> These guys get it. it. These guys are powerful. They, they understand. Mm-hmm. That's why 18 always wins. 18's always winning. <laughs> yeah, 18 usually comes out of like 90% of situations on top so far. Good for her. Uh, yeah, she is a multimillionaire now. <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> but uh, anyway... We we cut back to Goku and the gang on the lookout. Oh yeah, Goku's here now. He he instant transmits in and he goes, "Hey!" And I honestly thought he was gonna say, "It's me, Goku," but he just says, "Hey," <laughs> in like that same tone. I do love Goku asking Krillin what's happening this time instead of just like grabbing his head and reading or his now, mind. Reading your mind. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. I figured that was gonna be a one-time thing. It was just such an <laughs> odd random power that they gave Goku in that one scene. I know you're like, I don't, I like it more when they talk, but I think it's just so fucking funny that Goku can appear, read your mind, and go, got it, and then just bounce (laughs) in a way that is like, he's an ephemeral being, like a true little, like he's like a little fairy who just appears and is like, oh, let me grant your wishes, goodbye, I will go kill the bad guy. Or if he's he's having a heart attack coma, he'll be like, don't worry, I saw everything from my heart attack coma, so you don't need to explain shit. Don't worry, I got it. (laughs) Yeah. You guys Again, are acting like I, I don't have this, but I'm him. <laughs> He's me. I desperately, desperately needed Goku to just... <laughs> I would love if every sequence if Goku shows up late, he just grabs someone's head and just yeah. reads their mind, <laughs> nods, and then just punches the correct person he needs to punch <laughs> in that moment. There is something very funny if someone ever tried to, like... Can you guess who it is? They have key sense, so like obviously this won't happen anyways. We'll say they can match the key somehow, and it's like, oh, am I the person who you love, or am I the villain? And Goku just grabs their head and is like, I'm reading your mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're the villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. Just snaps their neck. Holy shit. <laughs> we keep forgetting he can do that. This Goku guy's I'm, hardcore. That's okay, guys. I forget I can do it, do it too. Yeah, no. It makes me think of... There's like a Twitter post I saw where somebody was talking about like Link in Legend of Zelda being like a reincarnating being in canon. Mm-hmm. And somebody's being like, imagine you're just sitting in your village in the world of Hyrule. Suddenly this like dude in a cream tunic shows up screams at you breaks all your pots grabs whatever falls out of them sprints out of town you turn to your grandma and she's just crying because she's just seen a god (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's what it feels like there's something so yeah so good about that where it's like or like the idea of like just like her turning going the legends are true. <laughs> He's returned. <laughs> like, like du- dust the book off. It's been 300 years. The oceans have flooded, but the king, the hero is back. And you're like, I need money for work. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed to get to school? <laughs> These chickens aren't going to catch themselves. Yeah. You walk outside, he's holding a chicken above his head and is like gliding off. <laughs> and you're like, what the <laughs> God. But anyway, back to this. Uh, yeah, Goku gets the info. Uh, and he's got to get some new duds on before he starts grieving. They, get, they cut back to the Z story. Uh, cut back to or cut back to like the z gang story cut to another time of boo doing random destruction which i did note 
because Boo does the thing where he like flies through a train and destroys it, and I just wrote like Boo did an invincible to Bobbity decades before Invincible did an invincible. <laughs> if that inspiration comes from, yeah, for real. I did read apparently that didn't happen in the comic. That like moment in Invincible at the end where he like holds him up and uses him to swat a train. <laughs> so it's. It is possible that this was inspired by this moment in the Boo arc. I doubt it, but it's possible. But it could be, uh, and that's what matters. Mm-mm. Yeah, and then Goku, it, then it cuts back to Goku, and that's when Goku is, like, done changing, and then starts his grieving process of, like, his son and Vegeta. Which is quick, I mean, as opposed to just being like, damn it, <laughs> well, we gotta keep going. There's just uh, nothing I can do. There's not, like, any secret transformation that I have in my back pocket that could fight Boo right now. Oh, right now, I, he, he can't. He's injured, so, like, he did fuck up and not use his actual transformation against <laughs> the guy who well, no, was he got, preventing him. He just got healed by Dende. Well, yeah, now he now I think, like, now it's like, okay. Yeah, but it's after he gets healed by Dende that he's like, true. there's only one thing that's going to save us. <laughs> like, being super dramatic about the fact... He's like, I'm not strong enough to kill Boo. He has Super Saiyan 3 still sitting in the tank. He knows. Um, he, knows he's, he knows he can't do it. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I will take a short aside one more time, but related, because they just put out, like, the first gameplay trailer for Dragon Ball Sparking Zero, which is... Dragon Ball Budokai Tenkaichi 4 Looks for sick. all of us. Uh, uh, apparently, the games were just called Sparking in Japan. Yeah, that's, why, that's that. why. That's why. It's, yeah, that's why. It's, I don't know. That's where the sparking comes from. Like mm-hmm. that's not. That's not where it comes yeah. from. That's well, why. That's where it gets. continued. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's continued. Yeah. Oh yeah, which I I appreciate them just naming it the same thing in the West and the U.S. or the West and Japan now. Given yeah, I'm totally like yeah. yeah, as well as Sparking is just a much shorter name. Yes. Uh, I do love all the trailers in America just keep putting Budokai Tenkaichi series. It's like the above the title card just because they're like, no one's going to know. Yeah. Um, but uh, in they they just did a trailer that did gameplay and it was just Goku and Vegeta fighting it's across so all their various transformations. Like form. 24 characters introduced. They're all different versions of Goku and Vegeta. The franchise is so back, baby. Yeah, I was like, I saw that tweet too. That was like, we're so back. And I was to somebody else. They're like, unironically, I'm happy about this. It's like, it's like the funniest shit to me where it's like, someone's like, what do you got? It's like, oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a Goku. I've got a Goku. I've got Goku Raditz. I've got a Goku. um, Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You need to use the proper nomenclature of Goku mid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like mid Goku. But I think it's. I think it's like it's like almost like a trading car where it's like yo, yo, yeah. what Goku's you got? I got yeah, I got Goku. I got Goku. I even got a Goku pre rats in here if you want to know. Like <laughs> yeah. pre Goku. You're like oh shit. But what else you got? I got but, a uh, Super Saiyan Goku. I've got Super Saiyan Goku Cell Goku. It's like oh, okay, got you. You got any of oh, them yeah. heart attack Goku's in there? But <laughs> you, got a heart, you got an ultra rare. You got a super rare gold heart attack Goku. <laughs> I was just gonna say though, uh, I loved that in it they show like them fighting through the ages, and of course they do the boo fight. Mm-hmm. But when they do, it's like uh, Vegeta turns Majin and Goku turns Super Saiyan three, and I'm like, yeah, that that would have made this fight feel way more impactful. <laughs> if yes, <this> exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I was like, that was cool as hell. That would have been cool anyway. as hell. Toriyama should have thought of that before he made Super Saiyan. Should have thought of Super Saiyan 3 first, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then we cut back to Goku being like, hey, uh, I'm going to teach these kids fusion. And Krillin goes, fuchsia? Which I'm like, no, silly. Fuchsia is Super Saiyan Rosé. And that doesn't show up until much later. <laughs> but nah. Uh... This is when Goku is like, I learned fusion from some Metamorans that I met in Otherworld, which is a hell of a sentence of just dropping some proper nouns that did not exist in this universe. Well, Otherworld did, but Metamorans were not a thing. Like, fusion wasn't a thing entirely. I guess we had Nail and Piccolo, but they kind of retroactively be like, no, that was assimilation. And that's weaker like, somehow. Yeah, it's just Piccolo just, like, absorbed Nail and got some amount of power out of it. Uh, later, they do they do get out of their way to be like, fusion can make you stronger than the sum of your parts, mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah, they dropped that. Uh, yeah. They're like, that can make you, like, if these two, uh, if, like, Goten assimilated Trunks or vice versa, they'd get each other's power. But if they fuse, they turn into a whole new warrior who, because they're so in sync, is more powerful than the two of them combined. Mm -hmm. And crucially, um, the two people have to be in similar size and power level, which means my dream of Goku still lives. Yeah. I do love I think... they say that. Goku's noticeably taller than Vegeta, but we still get Gogeta. Hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, the the way for the fusion mechanics is just, it's, it's whatever they, they want it to be at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do love that, like, it does make sense why Piccolo got so strong when he fused with Nail. It was like, oh, was their fusion or whatever was, like, it was not combining. It did just make him stronger by getting Nail by, like, a, a true <laughs> increase. Because Piccolo yeah. was not as strong as Goku by a mile. Mm. And then, like, the him with Kami wasn't an assimilation, really, either. Like, they don't talk about this here, but him and Kami just were one person who split apart. So that's just a yeah. rejoining. Yeah. So, yeah, now we're like, this is true fusion. Um, I do love we get a long flashback and we do get to see the Piccolo, like, I feel great <laughs> moment again. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh... <laughs> I love that it was also like they're like fusion, but we need two people of similar sizes and power levels. Ah oh, man, if only we had that moment of silence. Popo is like, yo, Trunks and Goten could. Fuse. Yeah, what about the kids? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, what they're powerful, the... right? <laughs> yeah, and Goku's like, oh yeah, I forgot I had a son. <laughs> uh, not exactly, but yeah, that's <laughs> the vibe. He's just like, oh right. I have two um, and of that, those. And that ends this episode with Piccolo, like, being a downer, being like, I don't think it's going to be enough. And I'm like, well, because like, could... they're both hemming and hawing about how long it's going to teach them to learn it. Because Goku's like, well, I only know the theory. It'll probably teach them to take about a week for them to learn it, but I can only stay for, like, a day. So, Piccolo, you're going to have to pick up where I leave off, bitchin'. Yeah. <laughs> Though, I wonder, if week... you put Goku in the time chamber, could he stay longer? That's a good question. We're never going to get the answer to it, but that's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. It's a good it. question yeah. that we'll never need an answer for because it just, when that would happen, like it doesn't make any sense collectively, right? To ever yeah. try this. 
but I like the question. Thank you, thank you. Also, at, like, some point, I think they just completely remove the time limit on the hyperbolic time chamber, and that mechanic goes away. Though, I think they have, like, the excuse that it gets blown up. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, big, so, like, they... big, big question for fusion people out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big fuse when Cell energy. eat 17, is that a form of fusion? I feel like that's more assimilation. Nah, it's an assimilation. Like, like Piccolo eating nail. I would say Piccolo eating nails like a fusion that just doesn't get undone like the Pataro ring. Nah, but, but they the, just that, said they it's assimilation. That as an assimilation. It's similar, but technically distinct. And in that distinction is the rub. <laughs> that is the rub. I think for fusion to be fusion, you have to create a whole new being from your unity, whereas Cell just became stronger and transformed like Nail, or like when Piccolo ate Nail, except Piccolo didn't transform. I also so thought, like, when, Piccolo and Nail were, like, fusing together to, like, work better together, right? Like, hey, me and you can't fight this great genocider without us combining our... Well, they're not really forces. working together. More Piccolo just kind well, of na- ate if Nail was and more got healthy, I think he would still offer the same thing. He'd be like, bro, we gotta do this. Like, let's I think Nail would still stop existing. Yeah, I think... Because that's the big thing, is Nail stops existing. We do also establish if your power levels are not similar with Pitaro earrings, the same thing happens. Um... Rough. Because Kibito just gets completely, like, assimilated into Shen. Ha! <laughs> Rip Kibito. He was in, he's even weaker than Shen. Yeah. What, is he on Yamcha's level? Well, Kibito does get to come back in Super for whatever reason. Now, second question. Most insane style question. Oh, God. All super, right. Hit me with super it. Super 17 effusion. Uh, no, he's an assimilation as well, because the evil, the evil 17 takes full control. Okay. Hmm. Anyway. But what if uh, they This is where we open episode, (laughs) we're in episode 130 now. In episode 130, also GT's not canon anymore, baby. In episode 130... It just opens, they've got all the Dragon Balls together, and this is the moment when Videl becomes spec- skeptical about the Dragon Balls, which tells <laughs> me that everything moment. in the plane no, no, was probably filler. I might have seen filler. some giant muscle wizards beat the ever-moving piss out of me, and then I came right back to life after eating a magic bean, and all of this is after I saw two small children turn blonde and blow up half a stadium, and then I saw another guy turn blonde and blow up even more of a stadium. But I think this dragon is just a bridge too far. Yeah, she draws the now line. Now listen here, you. <laughs> I may be a simple country fighter. I might be the richest girl on earth, but you telling me <laughs> that three bumpkins from the country can go off and say, I say, I say, I say. God, the whole I'm so happy there's another Knives Out coming so that you feel a whole other week of people doing that fucking oh, shit Oh, it's gonna be great. It's, oh, it's so perfect. <laughs> it's great every time. Yeah. But yeah, Oolong is then being like a weird misogynist here. Oh, that is, <laughs> well, that then, is Oolong. Oh no! Oh no! Oolong's to be fair, that is his consistent characterization, so. True. And then they make a port comment and he's like, what the fuck, guys? And I'm, I'm like, you think it's a- right here. Yeah, Oolong, you lost the privilege to be mad about this. <laughs> uh, and then it cuts to the gang on the lookout as they summon the dragon. They're like, oh, it's getting dark out? Stand there for a second. Goku's like, 
oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, because I, I guess we didn't say it. The people on the lookout want to hold the Dragon Balls until after they're done with Boo so they can just fix everything at once. Yeah, because they're like, we don't want to wish everyone back just for them to die and we have to wish them back again. But they, uh, sure enough, they wish everyone back. And they're like, Goku gets there right after they wish everyone back. Yeah, because he, um, like, does some weird thing where he, like, fumbles figuring out their energy signature. Uh. And I'm kind of like, oh, that... Uh, is he dumb? Are you, you going to do I it? Also, I also love that Yamcha's the one who makes the wish, and he's like, wish back everyone who was killed today, except for the really bad people. Oh, okay, which... Yamcha. How do you... How are we figuring that one out? Well, I guess there's a... I guess there's a hell. Yeah. I just... I, I love that that was included in there. Because, like, Toriyama's like, well, then that wish would bring back the fucking uh, Debura. Which, honestly, <laughs> at this point, might be more helpful than harmful. I could yeah, see honestly, a Debura God, getting resurrected and if teaming up with the, the Z-Fighters. I mean, that'd be sick. <laughs> Debura is one of the... As, as, like, bland in concept the design of Debura is, something about the execution just hits right. It's the <laughs> it's like, voice. Honestly, I think a lot clothes. of it... I think the voice actor is doing a lot of the heavy lifting on Debura. That is fair. The guy who voices Debura in the English dub, whose name I do not know off the top of my head, has one of the coolest voices ever and deserves to just... He carries that character. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Goku just shows up right after they uh, make their wish to bring everyone back. Is like, ah, shit. Uh, hey, Dragon, go away. We don't need the other two wishes. Which apparently means that now it only has a four-month cooldown which instead of a full hilarious. year. hilarious. That you can just tell Shinron to fuck off and he'll come back sooner. I, I know at least... they can't wish Boo away or whatever, but it feels like at that moment they should be going, what are things we can wish for to make it so we can deal with this Boo guy easier? Right, like yeah. what yeah, are yeah. steps we can take right now? Because I, four months is sure a hell of a time to give Boo. Shenron instead of unlock Piccolo's potential. Got it. <laughs> and a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I do at least appreciate there is a logic I can follow where that is yeah. one third of twelve <laughs> of like one third of a year. Except so it's, it's like, actually okay, yeah. two thirds because the multi res counts as two wishes. Well, apparently not this time. Oh, okay. Well, which is I don't get it. Look, the rules are inconsistent <laughs> with everything. Toriyama don't don't worry here. about it. I'd feel like maybe in Super is where, like, the Super manga is where some of them start to coalesce, and even then, not really. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is when it cuts back to Bobbity being like, Oh, hey, why'd the sky get dark? That's weird. Which I was like, I feel like it's weird that Bobbity wouldn't know what a Dragon Ball is, considering, like, Namekians bring them everywhere, and Bobbity is, like, a clone of Bibbity who was well-traveled. But, my no, my no, thought I is that. this, that, you know, he, he scoured the pl planets 200 years ago, right? That was, 300, that was the idea. Yeah. Like 300 years ago, no one was fucking popping Dragon Balls like candy back then. It was only probably the last Dragon Ball time period. Yeah, like, honestly, the last 20 years. So he might have shown up, stayed there for like 30 years and never seen this shit happen. I guess that's that. And like moving on. You know what? He's, That's... He's, a, he's a clone, but he's not a, he's a memory guy. Yeah, yeah. Memories. And besides, if Bobbity had met the, Venec the Namekians, the Namekians wouldn't exist anymore. Hmm. 
that's very true, actually. <laughs> that, is a, that is a fair assessment. The one that really blew my mind is Kabito gets up. He's like, how am I alive? Because Kabito's God. brought back to life okay, by this everybody. wish. And I'm Kibito's like, Kabito's back. Kibito, Everyone's friend. Kabito should... Kabito should definitely know what a Dragon Ball is. No, they don't know what Dragon Balls are. They established this in, like, the third episode, and he's like, oh my god, you have done actually negative homework. You have, like, yeah, yeah we're gonna no, get to but... Earth, and then you actively got stupid. It's incredibly funny. But yeah, Kabito sits here and has to, like, be like, oh, oh, I'm alive, oh, which, like, I guess from a... If I'm being, like, nice, like, yeah, no, it would be fucked up to suddenly be alive after you've died. If and you're, like, aware you of it. Like, you yeah, have yeah. your last memories of you dying, for sure. <laughs> fucked your up. last memory is that bullet going right between your <laughs> eyes. But at some point, kabito has gotta know, like, he's got shit to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kabito flies around, uh, which he... I and I'm now like I get the utility narr- narratively speaking of having the gang bring back the dragon and like or bring back everybody with the dragon's wish because it brings Kibito back which gives Shen and Gohan a way to get out of here and heal. Mhm. Um and this does enter a territory around these episodes that I kind of like of it's sort of similar to what we got on Namek where it's like we have our our heroes trying to come up with a plan while like various actors are playing out their plan. The difference here being there's like two different groups of heroes that are not aware of each other's plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as it's like all of them are very future focused, where it's like which one of Goku's sons is the one that's going to save the day. Yeah, I guess uh, I had spoiler, I didn't consider that before. That it's kind of like a similar beat to Namek. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, spoiler is, just like Namek, Goku will be the one that saves the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is when Kibito heals up Shen. Uh, and Shen's and like, then starts wait a shaking minute, Kibito, him. you're dead. You should be dead. Yes. Yes, I should be. Yeah, which I love the face he's fucking making in this <laughs> shot. I don't know if y'all clocked this too, but they got to like a stagnant shot of Kabito's happy face, like mouth just slightly I, open. I don't yeah, know it's kinda who, creepy. Was in char- who or what was in charge of of drawing Kabito, but he has the weirdest faces at every time he's on screen. Every time. <laughs> it is. He's never okay. I think Kabito has the best faces in all of this stuff so far. You've had so many Kabito like, what the <laughs> fuck face are you making kind of thing. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love that later we have Shen smile after they like get Gohan back, like jumping ahead a little bit. And Shen's smile is the same smile every time he smiles. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're using that same animation cell against different backdrops. Like, this is definitely a cost-saving measure. Smarter, not but harder, it makes baby. It so that Shen has a smile that is just super nefarious every time he smiles, <laughs> and it's very yes, funny. Yes, that is. It's just now a character trait retroactively that when Shen was smiling, he wasn't trying to fuck with them. He just can't smile. He just a doesn't know way. what a smile is. Mm. And and Capito's too much of a toady to tell him that it looks weird. Yeah. But then this is when we cut back to Goku and, like, explain having explained everything to everybody and, like, what their plan is. And they're like, alright, that makes sense. And we get a quick scene where Goku's teleporting everyone away, but 
the briefs elders, as I labeled them here, are just like, but who's going to take care of our animals? We're just going to ride this one out. You can bring us back with the Dragon Balls yeah. if we die Bulba's anyway. Like, but, Bob and Dad, you'll, you could die. Yeah, but like, her Dragon Balls, honey. I Just just use those. You just summoned is... them, like, out in our backyard. Anyway, <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Which is very funny to me that, like, the briefs are, like, the people who just wait out hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're waiting out hurricanes, but they know there's no consequence. Yeah, they're like, even if we die, we don't die, so. <laughs> <laughs> Could be cool. But this, Yeah. Then we cut to, like, a uh, elongated Boo, like, destruction sequence. Which, I do love Boo just lands, a guy walks up and is like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing here, man? Boo just casually anacondas him with his goo and just keeps walking, like, <laughs> as if this barely registered as a thing he did. Because Boo's it's on a mission funny. to go to the cake conveyor belt factory. Yeah, it's, it's like the fucking... There's like a bit... I'm gonna go way, way back in my reference here. Because it's Go like ahead. the bit in the I Love Lucy episode where uh, Lucy gets the job at the that. chocolate factory and it's just like, can't keep up, so she just starts eating them. It's that. It's but this it's gag. <laughs> but it's cakes and there's no prep. He did not try to wrap them. He is just eating them. <laughs> That's what makes it powerful. <laughs> yeah. Bobbity is just kind of walking behind him like, all right, get your fill. I get it. You need your treats. But when you're done, we got to go back to killing people. <laughs> like, Just like he's like the dad that cannot control his toddler in any capacity. And, and then, like, then as they try to leave, the, the hostess at the door like shakes down Bobbity for money. Yeah, I was like, this woman has the biggest <laughs> balls of any character in the entire series. Because she just watched Boo walk casually through the wall, through the other wall, and start ripping up giant, like, machinery, like it's paperweights. And she has the fucking cojones to step on his cape and be like, y'all gotta pay for this shit. I, do, do you <laughs> not know who I am? Should I? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm a wizard, to which she says, I don't care if you're a wizard, a lizard, or a chicken gizzard, you still gotta pay up, which is fucking hilarious <laughs> to say. And then she, like, picks him up to shake him down, and Bobby's just like, ah, about a cadabra, or whatever, and, like, teleports her to the roof while he's being manhandled, which is super funny. <laughs> like, uh, this actually got me. I was like, this scene did nothing to advance the plot, but there are many individually funny moments to me. Like the shot of Boo just walking up to the, d the window and being like, ooh, cake, and just fucking walking through yeah. it instead of, like, opening opening the door. Yeah, a lot, like of, a good, a lot of good bits in this scene. Yeah. There's also, like, the cops are now outside the, like, the store. Boo walks oddly outside. oddly detailed and shiny guns. Yeah, Boo walks outside. They start shooting. We cut to a bunch of shots of the cops shooting, and there is very much a Dirty Harry reference in the middle of this. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing just... here, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, just in the background of one shot, like, I would say background, like, there's a cop in the foreground in front of him, but this guy is, like, in the center of frame. It's Dirty Harry. He's only there for a few seconds, but he's wearing the same suit. He's shooting a big-ass revolver. He's got a, like, 
if you translated a younger Clint Eastwood's face into <laughs> Toriyama style, it would look like this. It is just mm-hmm. Dirty Harry. <laughs> Very funny that they just throw this reference into the middle of this. Um, I love that. Of course it doesn't work. And then he they die. Yeah, that, that should not be surprising. Um, this is when we get Kibito and Shen jump over and have found Gohan uh, in the middle of the woods. But Shen makes the tactical decision to teleport them to the world of the Kais instead of immediately healing them. Mm-hmm. And I I appreciate this as, like, again, playing on the mechanics. While they don't say it, I feel like the implication is, if I heal him here, everyone's gonna sense his key. Yeah. Yeah, like, if I do this, we play our card immediately, and Gohan is not strong enough to kill Boo, but he could be. My thought in another way was, they're not thinking that. They're going like, no, I get that. I can understand what you're saying. But what if we just kidnap him? Yeah, and make kidnap him, do him this? too, yeah. Because if we heal him, he might have to go like, he might think he has to go do shit. Like, he's going to go try to do shit. And for the love of God, Kabito, you have no idea, but um, because you had fucking got the first second everything appeared, uh, we cannot stop him if we wanted to. We couldn't, we couldn't even get, we, we couldn't even lay a finger on him and he's the worst of the three so far and and for some reason shin here is infatuated with gohan is like no idea why this is the guy when compared to the other guys he is a baby he's a little baby but this is extremely true to be fair he's the only one of the three that he has a chance of controlling He's only one the of the two. One, the yeah, other one he can't control is dead. So yeah, they were out of shit out of luck with that fucker. <laughs> Vegeta, yeah. evil. Goku, way too sure of himself to listen to Shin of all people. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget, Shin tried to talk to Goku into doing something his way, and Goku almost point blank Kamehameha at his ass. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if really he's like. God, I love Gohan. You should see how strong you was. And it's not him going like that. He just thinks of Goku and his hand in his face. And Goku being <laughs> like, I know you're a god. I've killed worse. And it's like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe maybe this guy's okay. Woo! Maybe I should this talk is to our his son. only choice. Yeah. I don't think there's another guy. Who, <laughs> we'll just take this guy. But and Lord Shin, he's like, what of the t- what of the other one with the other point here? No, it's only Gohan. Yeah. I he, also <laughs> He oh, brings go up ahead, Goku, go Shen's just shaking and crying in a corner. Uh, like, oh, Shin, Goku. there's no Goku around he here. Shin, yep. it's okay. <laughs> but I heard him say Goku. <laughs> go back Cuts to sleep, back. Lord Shin. Do you think it's be like very funny when Goku reappears? Like, hey, it's me, Goku. It's all right. And like, oh, sorry, I would have killed you if you stood in my way, though. It would have been over for you. Let's we'll all get back to you know, helping each other out. It would have been, been like turning that would have been, been it. I'm picturing it as the scary Xenoverse to Goku. <laughs> like, when he's yeah. screaming, like, that's just what Shen sees anytime. Like, when nobody's paying attention, Goku looks at him, it's that face, and he's like, gone in a m- moment. It wouldn't even take it any effort on my part. <laughs> It would be like turning off the light uh, switch. He just, yeah, he just gone. turns to him and is like, your fusion changes nothing in this outcome. And then just like goes back. Okay, now let's it's go. Let's, right, let's go out. fight that boo guy. Yeah, for whatever reason, Shen is the only person who Goku truly feels a deep animosity toward. <laughs> it's, that was... To, to mention DBZA for the first time in a long time, one of my favorite subtle 
uh, bits that they did in the Broly movie <laughs> was when Goku's like, I went and talked to all of the villains. He like naming them off. And the only one that he calls a monster is Pilaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, this is such a subtle bit of it's like the only villain Goku perceives as a huge piece of shit is the goofiest one that is the like smallest <laughs> threat. <laughs> oh, you mean the true villain? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I think Cell was really, like, truly... And, like, Frieza, my god... Yeah, Pilaf. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Pilaf, yeah. 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 But anyway, mean, back to the scene. white whale. What <laughs> do you mean, Cell? We, so we aren't even friends with... Yeah, Cell's pretty bad. But did you mean Pilaf? You know what he was doing? Mm-hmm. He created a dungeon with a little ball that rolls through it. <laughs> yeah, the penalty every was pinball. Every night, I see it in my dreams. Back and forth. Yeah. It's, I still... He's like, you just even think about Pilaf, you just see him, like, going, turning, like, you see, like, the flicker of Ultra the hair Instinct starts appearing. Yeah. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but no, um, It'd be so back funny the... if, like, we cut to, like, Pilaf somewhere, I'm sorry, and he's, like, designing a dungeon in this, and you just hear, boom, and his everything explodes. <laughs> he's like, you thought you could get out, Pilaf, you thought the dragon was to save you. <laughs> to, to this point, no dragon can the, fix uh, what I'm doing to you. The direct, the DBZA commentaries on their episodes thing is they got to Broly. They revealed that there was actually like a scene they made where Goku like teleported over to Pilaf and was like just an asshole to him. And then like after he left, he's like, "Shoo, shoo, Goku was here. He was here. No, that's all right, Master. He's not. He's not here. He's not. He can't hurt you. No, he was here. He was there. His eyes." <laughs> or like the other side of this is everyone like like Pilaf appears and Goku is like we can't we can't fight this I know what you think but it took all I had when I was younger to fight him <laughs> and like Goku isn't realizing the level of like no power scaling happening in this direction he's like I couldn't get stuck back in there again I don't know if I could get out <laughs> Pilaf and Jackie Chun yeah. have stayed at the top of Goku's power rankings for his entire life if, if yeah, God. if Pilaf and Jackie Chun team up, I think Goku would be like, "I need to go train." For I like, quit. I'm done. I need to get I back win. in. I I have to get so much strong. Like that's how you defeat Black Frieza or Frieza <laughs> Black or whatever their term is for it. You have to you have to send a stronger enemy. You have to do the fucking whole um, what was the bit where like Beerus plays like some dumb? Oh, like, Manaka, I think. Yeah, Baseball? Manaka. No, oh, Manaka. Manaka. Yeah, we're yeah. Into- <laughs> yeah. Manaka's one of my favorite gags in Dragon Ball Super, where Beerus learns the same thing that Master Roshi did really quickly, but instead of putting on a mustache and doing it, he just fucking grabs a random, like, UP- USPS guy, essentially, and it's like, this man is the most powerful! <laughs> Super good bit. Uh, but back to the scene at hand, I did want to say, we learned that like Shen has the ability of instantaneous movement, which is like instant transmission, except you can teleport anywhere that you like can picture. Like you don't need a key signature to lock on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to do it, he goes Kai Kai and teleports to the yeah, world okay, of the Kai. Short guy. Which I did. I was like, this has big McCavity energy. <laughs> How <laughs> for those of us who've seen cats, remind me of naked Idris Elba. Yeah, but they're okay. Brackets the funniest hot. thing, 
the funniest things that have happened in Cats is the way he gets more annoyed as the show goes on. So it's like every time he says McCavity, he's saying it with less like pop and circumstance and more like it's a thing he literally has to do to teleport. <laughs> <laughs> like by the end of the movie, he's just going like, God damn it. I got to go stop them from killing that woman so I can be the one that dies tonight. McCavity and like, teleports away. <laughs> It's very so funny powerful. to me. It'd be so powerful. So if we cool. could have Dragon yeah. Ball characters doing fun stuff like this. Right. Uh, but yeah, then we cut back to the lookout, which they're all there. and They're like, damn, I wish we knew where Tien and Chaozu were so we could get them here. Still funny that they go <laughs> out of their way to be like, fuck Tien and Chaozu in this way. Uh, and that's when Goku gets them all there and he's like, all right, I'm not going to mince words with y'all. Gohan and Vegeta are dead. <laughs> just fucking like absolutely just wrecking the vibes. Okay, but 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 they should know mm. that Gohan that Gohan's alive, right? They should because they just because he w- everybody back who died and Gohan hasn't died yet, so he should so he has to be alive. That's or, what I was gonna say. We do, we know there's something we don't know about Gohan. <laughs> third I mean, also, op- I guess third option. Holy shit! Did Gohan have a secret life where he was a hardcore serial killer? It turns out that 16's just let go speech actually wrong pitch. Yeah, Fundamentally wrong broke him. It's actually split off into like yeah. a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type <laughs> scenario where Gohan will just wake up covered in viscera and just be like, "Ah, oh, god damn it! Looks like I went Super Saiyan two again." <laughs> Maybe we should go back home. Let's go into Gohan's room. Just a hundred pictures of Adele, like all cut out across the wall, and like just just all this fu- like in a thousand pictures and like just X's over multiple classmates' names, and it's like what? I just yeah, he just stopped talking to me someday. They couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this made me think if they made that wish, but like let's say Gohan. Because he was, like, on the verge of death. He was badly injured, right? Mm-hmm. What if they made that wish, and then, like, five minutes later, Gohan died? Like, he wouldn't <laughs> be brought back to life, would he? No, That's he would true. not be. Yeah, that would suck. You didn't realize you just, like, missed the cutoff by a couple seconds of getting <laughs> revived. Yeah. But yeah, that should come up in somebody's mind, where they're like, wait, wouldn't Gohan be back alive now because we made that wish? Because I don't think they've wished Gohan back yet at this point. No, they point. have not. Like, Gohan, Gohan has, has not, not canonically died. died. Yeah. Gohan never dies, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and then this episode ends with, like, Bobbity projecting himself into everyone's mind. Yeah, and, and he's even like, how am I doing this? Using the power of magic, of course. Of course. <laughs> how am I doing it? Shut up! Fuck you, that's shit. how. I'm a wizard. I am a wizard from space. Stop asking so many questions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, opening up where we left off, this is now episode 131. Uh, and it's Bobbity just telling everybody in the world, like, all right, here's the deal. I have some people who have really been fucking with my day. <laughs> I have... My yum has been thoroughly yucked, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. Somebody boo, on the street. Boo, boo is like, 
yeah, I get this is the one I do get, you know, after all this. <laughs> I might not seem smart, but mm-hmm. when you said your yum was yucked, I, like, felt that in me, you know? Uh-huh. And he's like, I need y'all to take a look at my big, stupid son, and turns over, <laughs> and it's just Boo dancing in everyone's mind going, boo-boo, boo-boo, boo-boo. Which <laughs> is like, I'm just like, I, I love this. <laughs> like, this is Boo, and my... Or these assholes have been trying to kill him. Which, you know, I don't know why they'd want to do that, but they've been really messing up my day. And Boo, you know what, Boo? Give him a little demonstration of what you can do. And Boo's just like, Boo, Boo! And just points his finger up, lifts everybody in this city up into the air, like with telekinesis, sits there for a second to decide what he wants to eat, and just turns them all into candy. Which mm-hmm. is honestly unsettling. And then just kind of slurp, like, then vacuums them up like like a Looney Tunes character eating a sausage. Yeah, except like he's doing this and committing a mass murder. <laughs> I'm like, I do love the boo bobbity dynamic. I know we've harped on that a lot mm-hmm. already, but I'm like, this is a good scene that really demonstrates what's fun about these two characters together. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Bobby's yeah, still we got doing a whole like, like this extended bit where he's like a good guy. Actually, it's like, oh, don't worry, we always clean up our mess, though. And then has, and then Boo like blows up the city, and he's like, and I'm like, well, that honestly seems like more of a mess. Then Bobby goes, oops, looks like we made more of a mess. <laughs> like, oh, he's in my head. Yeah, whenever he said oops, I did. We made more of a mess. There was a moment where I forgot that he was still broadcasting to the world. And I was like, did he just go full Dora? Is he talking to me right now? He's, I mean, he's honestly like talking to the audience for like the back half of last episode, and it feels like most of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, this is when they're like, he kind of gives them, he's like, I'm going to keep killing a bunch of people until you bring me these guys. And he shows them all the Z fighters faces and it's like, you need to bring them to me. Tell me where they are or I'm going to keep killing people. Um, which we just cut to a bunch of people's reactions. And there's like a husband and wife that are like, we're going to get married. I can't have everyone die. And we cut to like this nerdy kid. Who's like, I've been going to cram school for weeks. And that'll not be worth <laughs> But you're telling me it might've been for nothing. Why didn't I go to all those parties? <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> and that's with the Budokai Tenkaichi staffers the are like, oh wait, hold staffers. on, I know those guys. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, hey, Bobbity. And he's like, oh, hold on, we got our first caller. Caller, you're on the air with Bobbity. He's like, hey, um, I know who these guys are. They were all in the tournament. I got their names. And he's like, great. Where are they at? He's like, I don't. We don't get their addresses. And he's like, hmm. And then he explodes the His guy's head. Balloons and pops just off camera. Like, oh my god. Which is a hell of a moment of like, why has Bobbity not done this to other people? I'm guessing there's like a power threshold that you can resist this. Because um, otherwise, it should have just been, he's like, oh hey, I sense the Supreme Kai over there. And then just cut to Shed oh. being like, all right, guys, let's make our... Oh! <laughs> and just fucking explodes. Well, Bo- Bobbity isn't... I don't know, I don't know if he's... Yeah, but Bobbity's in his weak as shit. He got beat up by a, like, a normal lady who's at a cake stand, which, sure, maybe a lady who works at a cake stand is stronger than the average woman. I can believe it. I've seen a cake stand audience before. No, she but... definitely is stronger than the average person. And she, like, whacked him into the side of the wall... 
I think if Bobby runs into, like, a guy who works out three times a week for two years, I think he's dead if he doesn't get the words out of his mouth. But, um... <laughs> and the name of that lady who works at the cake stand? Sherman Priest. <laughs> My God, is that Sherman Priest's that's, daughter? <laughs> that, yeah, she that's Sherman Priest's daughter. Of Sherman <laughs> 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 Takes the that's broom, actually cannon. unsheaths the katana inside, killing Bobby <laughs> instantly. <laughs> You thought you were looking for the DBZ fighters, but it was me, Sharon Priest. Sharon Priest now becomes the villain of the arc after yeah. she kills Bobbity and Boo with a single sword strike and realizes she's out to kill the man that slightly inconvenienced her <laughs> <Yeah>. father. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is when... Where was I? Oh yeah, so they blow up the guy's head. Mm-hmm. Uh... And that's when he's like, you got five days. In five days, we're going to blow up the whole world unless you give me everybody. Ta-ta. Well, not even that. He's like, we're going to keep blowing shit up until we get them. I figure it'll take mm, five days to kill every single last one of you. So, uh, yeah. get to it. But yeah, this is when we cut back. Piccolo's like, I have to go do something. And this is when Goku's like, don't worry about it, man. We can just wish him back. This is a patience game now, which is <laughs> cold. I mean, he's right. It's, just, it's it's fucked up, yeah. and it's right, and it's like a what an incredibly hard Goku thing to say. Right? Now we play the waiting game. It's like, <laughs> does Goku just not... Like, part of me is like, does Goku just not think he can win with Super Saiyan 3? It's like, he, is he already like, I'm out. Like, fuck me. Probably I know Super later, Saiyan 3 just isn't good enough. Uh, I know later he has a moment where he does just be like hey, like, I'm not gonna be around forever. I kinda want like, one of the kids to take this one. Uh, so it's unclear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his game the... is at this point. I know he's, like, trying to he's all in on the teaching the kids thing, but also he hasn't, like, tried yet. Hmm. But he does legitimately believe that they have a fuck ton of potential and that they're quick learners, which we'll later see is 100% correct. They're just also kids and therefore idiots. Yeah, but the last time he threw a kid into a death match, it worked out fabulously. So, you know, why wouldn't it work a second time? Mm-hmm. I, I guess so. I, uh... I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, this is when the kids wake up. Uh, which I do love. Trunks wakes up first and wakes up Goten by talking about food, which I was like, yep, that's Goku's kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to Kibito, like, healing up Gohan because every party needs a cleric. <laughs> we get the evil yeah. shot of Shen smiling again. <laughs> yeah, the kid. Although the- Gohan is. Mm-hmm. Go on. I was just gonna say, Gohan is also really chill with the idea that he might be dead. <laughs> He's like, oh, am I in the world of kites? Oh, shit, I did die, didn't I? Oh, well. Yeah. And Kabito's like, how dare you fucking disgrace the world of the Kais you with your feet when his boss is You the one don't that refer him there. to the world of the Kais as a, quote, crazy place. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Kabito's I'm, t- I'm like taking the you to Kai world. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy. It'll blow your mind. 
Yeah, okay. So you're saying it looks like off-brand Namek? Yeah, okay. So like you could just say <laughs> you could just say that and like you might be true. But I've never been an off-brand Namek. I think you're just being rude. Okay, so you're saying it kind of looks like the desert place you have back at home. Yeah, okay. Well, is is ours is like way more so like it's it's nuts out here. Yeah, you're saying there's like weird sacred chalices where you're, okay, yeah, but we have the sword. Okay, so you had a sword back. At, okay, well, fair, but clothes. Yeah, it's like. He's like, hey, our our water is purple. <laughs> yeah, but check this shit out. I can do a clothes beam. Can you have a clothes beam? What do you mean you have clothes beam at home as well? Yeah. <laughs> Me when I'm getting fucking nutty. When Toriyama Toriyama making some of the coolest character designs of all time. Yeah, I fu- yeah, he's spitting fire coming out of his brush. Toriyama the next day trying to make the wildest design of all time with black and white. You know, manga drawing. Yeah, you know what's going to be fucking crazy? You heard it Plane. right, Planes. Planes <laughs> again, baby. Woo! Planes. Planes I, as I far love... as the eye can see. Yeah, it's like, it's like the anime makes it crazy to be like, I don't know, fucking do, put purple water. I don't fucking know what he's thinking anymore. It's an alien planet. Yeah. Make the water purple. Fuck it. He said this was going to pop. He said he was popping. I'm just the editor in the background crying. He said he was popping off again. I saw the blue look and I was him. like, he's got I it. I saw the burrow and I was like, he's right. And he said, we're going to go back to the planes to fire but he said we're gonna take them somewhere special and it's just more planes <laughs> I love the idea yeah <laughs> just the, the the like harried editor who is just realizing too late all the notes he should have gave <laughs> <laughs> every time he shows a new character he's like man this guy's fucking brilliant he's blowing my I'm like do more baby hit me with another one next day all right I had to make the environment background what do you got it's like small hill grass and they're like Toriyama please just a little bit more he's like yeah no I gotcha I gotcha I gotcha here's a okay tree. pillar water you're like fuck <laughs> god I put a crater yeah, here because they're gonna fight you put a crater there last time Toriyama I'm ready yeah, to do it again <laughs> Yeah. And you're gonna fucking eat it up! <laughs> but yeah, basically the rest of this uh, sequence, like this storyline, is there. Or Shen, the Grand Kai, he's just like, I've got something that for sure can help him win: the Z Sword. Tell me, Gohan, have you ever heard him. of King Arthur? Yeah, literally, yeah, Gohan gets to the Z-Sword, it's lodged in a stone, and he's like, we have a story like this back on Earth, <laughs> which is like, I'm like, I love that I made a joke in my notes about King Arthur, and then two seconds later, Gohan jumps on it, which I'm like, <laughs> alright, at least we, everybody knows. Um, they will go a different direction, I will give Toriyama his, like, you know, set up and then unexpected payoff credit here. It doesn't go the direction that a sword in the stone would normally go here. Yeah, what if King uh, Arthur lived in the sword? He doesn't even go with the expectation of, like, Gohan's gonna show up and the villain breaks the sword. The sword breaks long before Gohan ever <laughs> meets Boo again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Gohan also gets clothes beamed by Kabito because he's like, your torn up clothes are offensive to me. Yeah, you and have clothes no beams drip, him. Gohan, here. Yeah. You, I do love, this is the most characterization it feels like Kabito has gotten this whole time. Yeah, and as I am angry like, racist. Oh, I just liked him as stuffy rules guy, is how <laughs> I took all of this. Like, less racist, more like, we have so many protocols that you are all breaking. <laughs> uh, that everyone ignores. Does nobody care so about the rules? Kabito, there's like two of us left on this planet. I don't care. They're there for a reason. Kabito, come here. Yeah. Come here. Come here. I'm God. Fuck. Kabito's like, 
I need you to understand, Grand Kai. I have literally nothing left. I have no job Bito, other than this. Kibito, if you, if you shut up, I will call Goku over here, and he'll threaten you like he threatened me. All right? So, just like, let's let's cool it on this one. I can take him, Shin. No. No, you cannot. Uh, I have already revived once. I can do it again. <laughs> like, watch. know how that <laughs> happened. Kibito, you really need to realize we are the bottom of the pecking order right now <laughs> we are god and we are the bottom of the pecking order we're super god <laughs> the bottom of the pecking order i honestly thought we had this a lot more than we did um i am just shooting in the dark now <laughs> i'm like he's gotta get the sword what's the sword do not explaining that yet but hopefully it's something <laughs> but what does the sword do, Shin? I don't know. <laughs> the prophecy was but a little unclear, out. to be honest. Yeah. But anyway, but uh, Kibito does shoot Gohan with a closed beam and gives him the same getup that Shen is wearing, which is... I I don't love this outfit. I, it's bad. I don't, I don't like it. It is, at least in my opinion, this is one of the worst Gohan-like outfits that Gohan gets. Gohan goes just from that moderate, weird... amount, moderate amounts of drip to just completely dry. Yeah, to dressing like just a a, a wizard. <laughs> I don't I don't know how better to describe it. Take away the hat. Yeah, and he's he's just got wizard robes. Add some shoulder. Pads. It seems like it would be not the best thing to fight in. But oh, uh, that's probably because cool. why Shin and Kabito suck so bad. I'm not the biggest fan of this outfit's design. It's, like, fine, but, like, Toriyama has fired off better with simpler outfits, even. Like, the purple gi on Gohan? Perfect look. <laughs> That's why he keeps coming back to it. Um, Still love the Matamoran outfit. I don't know why we ever got rid of that fit. But That's now... what Goku's wearing when he comes back to Earth after he learned instant transmission. I mean, Yardrat? Great fit. Yeah, Yardrat, sorry, not Matamoran. Matamoran outfit is the the jacket with no shirt, which is also a, a solid look. Mm. Um, But now it's time for Mr. Yeah, Popo anyway. to show that he's been casually the strongest character until, oh, halfway through Namek. Oh, yeah, because, like, fucking Trunks and Goten sneak off and start eating a bunch of food. I do love Trunks, like, schooling Goten on his manners, and then when Popo comes in to fuck with Trunks, he, Goten's like, um, sorry, I have to use my manners? Which was, <laughs> this bit worked for me. I, I enjoyed good. this it's, bit. It's like the kids are funny. Yeah. The kids and they're, are like, right. and they're, like, propped up on pots so they can reach the table. Yeah, th there's a lot of good, like, character-specific, like, beats to that bit that I'm like, this works a lot. <laughs> And then, yeah, Popo picks up Trunks, picks up Goten. They turn Super Saiyan, and Popo's still able to hold him down for a bit. Which, <laughs> Mr. Popo should yeah, have just right. killed Vegeta back in the Saiyan saga. Why was anybody worried? <laughs> I wanted you to handle it. <laughs> really They'll never it learn is. if I save them from everything. Yeah. But yeah, he just gets fucking his ass dragged out. They start, like, trying to beat up Mr. Popo, and Mr. Popo is casually blocking most of their hits, or, like, dodging them until they finally land one, send him scooting back. But this doesn't, like, kill him. It's just Goku's like, hey, that's enough, and Popo pops up, and he's like, oh, yeah, these guys totally got it if we get him to fuse. <laughs> which is very good. I do love a little bit of, like, Popo's training instinct coming back, because I, I did love a lot of the training Popo did with 
with Goku yeah. in like Dragon Ball. That was a better characterization than how he's drawn. <laughs> Still a very problematic character design. Yeah. Oh yeah, the character design uh, is terrible, but we've beaten that horse dead at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, us, the fandom, we've all beaten that horse dead, and it doesn't seem like that design is ever going anywhere. It's just the Popo character will go away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, but I yeah. do truly love that it is like, how powerful is Mr. Popo, you know? Evidently, like, he's got hands. Evidently, he's got hands. He's been training this whole time. Um, <laughs> because I don't think... I think, like, when that showed, like, you know, could he help fight earlier? He said, like, I couldn't. So I don't even know what, what where he's been... What he's been up to. Uh, he's, he's been, just, he's he's been overusing the hyperbolic time chamber. He's been <laughs> he's the one. There's a reason Only when they come up. back does he come out. There's a reason that all everybody else only gets two days in total. It's because Mr. Popo's using it all the rest of the time. Hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> That's I do love the idea. Maybe Popo's just really good at blocking and dodging. Yeah, that's <laughs> all he does. He dodge above his weight class. And they're like, Popo, you're really strong. Why don't you punch? He's like... Uh, no, let me show you a full power punch. Walks up to Goku Ooh. and, like, charges up. As, like, it's like a big charge-up sequence. Punches him really hard. Goku does not even move at all. And is just like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Oh, that's <laughs> like, got it. Yeah, he's like, yep, that's all I got in the tank. Really good <laughs> at dodging, though. <laughs> but, yeah, that's where these episodes end. Now the... We're... This was kind of the, like, setting the chessboard episodes again. Um, well, like, which it's kind of funny because at the end of this episode, it was one of the, it was either Piglet or Mr. Popo float. What if we just, like, throw them into the time chamber to learn the uh, fusion techniques so they'll learn it faster? And Goku's like, nah, they might need it later. And they only get two days. And I'm like, you don't have to keep them in there the full year. <laughs> I don't it know. Is... Let's keep them in there forever. <laughs> it is very true they're just like well you can only be in there for 48 hours in your life total and they might need to train later but like you can just just in and out five minutes that's all it take probably even less nah 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 and goku's sitting there nah, they the might final battle that with 100 potions yeah goku is very much the guy who over prepares well, he goes, first he goes underprepared, then saves comes back to his old save and grinds <laughs> like, for life. oh, I better turn around and do this again. Yeah. It was me reaching the first boss in Elden Ring, thinking I knew because I played Dark Souls 3, getting killed 25 times, and then turning around and being like, wonder what's going on at this fucked up lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a dragon. else I can do right now? Yeah. Feels like I, I'm not doing the, what I should be doing. <laughs> and the answer was I, I hadn't figured out bleed yet. But uh, anyway, that's these episodes of Dragon Ball. <laughs> All right. I've got now I've kind of got a question I want to shoot out the, with the end of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Hit me. Now, now you know, Vegeta dead and Goku kind of on the back line. We're, we're kind of um, we're going to transition the boo stuff and Goku, you know, and then the fusions, all that fun stuff happening, blah, blah. But I was thinking, like, how do we make an interesting Goku Vegeta without just constantly throwing out stronger and stronger? And we've had this discussion before. I want to feel how do we make Goku and Vegeta like, let's say they're mainstay characters, but they're still like too powerful to fight anyone else. How do you make that interesting? Like, how do you make it that there are new enemies that fight them that are not just stronger dudes? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I probably the first thing is to think, take the, take them out of a fight entirely and just have them deal with some other situation that they can't solve by just punching them. The superhero solution, I guess. Or you mean like it's not a fight? Like they cannot win by punching it? Yeah. Okay. Hear me out. This is kind of what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. What if we just said, what if just for some reason, for for no reason, we just made Dragon Ball Z, like, super or whatever, we just did a spinoff where it's not a fighting a- anime anymore or fighting manga. It's a fucking detective show and they're buddy cops. I mean, that would be pretty effective. They, That is not the skill set they've been building up, so it would be think, them. But I think it... I, I think, think they somewhat, could do it. I think you could, yeah, I think you could do it, though, right? Like, they're, oh, we've had to, elements and maybe they have to, like, hunt down some, like, for the Galactic Patrol squad, their force, or because you to hunt someone down. So it spends a lot of time with just them two chatting about their lives while dealing with the fact that, like, they're just, like, hunting someone down, but they can't, like, do the key search or something, something stupid like that is whatever. So what you're... they have to go figure out clues, but, like, Vegeta's, like, particularly tuned to finding... And then somehow Goku has some, like, dumb premonition-style looking through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're saying yeah. is that we turn like it into, like, an extended JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episode where they have to, yes. like, figure out who's fucking with them first. Yeah. We got that sort of in Moro in the manga, where it was, like, Moro's main ability was that... He kind of had an inverse spirit bomb thing going off where he could, like, leech power off of people while he fought them. Mm-hmm. Which meant that, like, if Goku and Vegeta powered up, specifically, like, when they first fight him and they're going, like, ham on Super Saiyan Blue, they end up bringing him back to his peak because he's just taking their key from them. <laughs> and, like leads to a whole thing where Goku's got to learn Ultra Instinct because that doesn't always have to, like, learn how to control it at will because Ultra Instinct isn't as reliant on ramping up your key. Like, that's his own technique. And Vegeta has to learn Spirit Fission so that he can, like, take that power back out of Moro. And that was interesting. I was like, oh, yeah, they have to, like, learn new techniques. They can't just, like, get buffer. New technique. It... Yeah, it does end with Moro getting really buff, so we get back there at some point. But <laughs> at the end of the day, this is still Dragon I think Ball. Everything ends there, but I'm like trying to be like, what would be like an interesting thing to to watch? Where maybe at the end they do like a sick fight scene at the end, you know? But yeah, like a murder um, mystery thing, kind of like your thing. This seems like a good yeah, like idea. a murder mystery thing. I think it'd be so funny to like, like almost have it like True Detective season one in some way, where it's like. A lot of it's just them kind of musing about life, or to some respect, like Vegeta musing about life and Goku being like, I'm a fucking moron. What are you talking about? And like, yeah. having that would be, I think it'd just be fascinating. Oh, to watch. no. Well, getting to no, like no, God. play oh. into the character work. Yeah. Oh, I see it. It's the Broly movie, but they do it where they're actually having to investigate who the legendary Super Saiyan is. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, yeah, they have to find someone. Yeah, they're like, there are tales of, like, this mysterious fighter or something. Yeah, yeah. And they just literally go and find it, and there is no way to, like, key sense it because, like, how, well, they're, they're, I don't know, they're not there yet or whatever. They gotta do the like work. Yeah. Yeah, or the guy is just really good at hiding their key signature, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like something there that I'm, I'm like, like that's that or... so interesting. Just to be like, instead of like having these long, you know, like fight scenes or whatever, it's like long vignettes of like Goku and Vegeta's kind of like flying or walking or doing something or traveling just to like go figure something out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's either that or like if we want to have more 
combat focus, I guess. Kind of like what we did with what they did with Moro, doing it kind of like, I don't know, throwing somebody at him that's like Bobbity who doesn't have a boo attached to him, but is like even better at using like illusions or whatever, like some way that fucks with them or they can't like do anything to him because it's not about strength anymore. I would, I would see this is how I would think about doing it if I was gonna be like, let's, I'm gonna make this like the most new anime and I, i'm saying new anime is an nu anime new anime type um, <laughs> don't fucking make me think of limp biscuit in the middle of us doing a podcast episode like, it's i want to think about limp be, biscuit it, it at any point in my life that the enemy at the end of the line is like a cell level villain like that's the in line and so uh-huh. everyone they're fighting it's beforehand just... are like true jobbers so i mean they, they just can cruise through them at like base level and so you'll get these fun fight scenes of them just like destroying them fucking I mean, around to some degree uh did it has anybody watched um what's it called a uh, free run oh that's thomas about this not yet no, no. i've um, been told it's incredible it's really good the fights in that are like five seconds long because like free run you'll see the movie the the tv show the the conceit is Freerun and the adventuring party destroyed the evil demon. It is now 70 years later. They're going on like a fun adventure again to like see the world, reconnect with it. But like the great evil is dead. They defeated it. They are the enders of like, <laughs> there is no like, they are boss. the level 20 party going on just yeah, to, for funsy they, they vacation. Are, and so when people challenge them, it's like watching a level five be like, you, you think you can fight me? I'm level five. You're just like a little baby. And it's like, oh, actually I'm dead instantaneously. Holy shit. I think you could easily do that with like, just like Goku. And you're like, We're just gonna go. And like they run to someone and someone's like, you think you can fight me? Like it happened all the time. And like Goku, like, let's just do like a fun little quick action scene of like Goku, like, oh, they're holding back. And like, in, instead, instead of framing it as like Goku and Vegeta are thinking about, it, it's now for the first time, we'll switch over pan view to the villain getting beat up, being like, how the hell am I getting beat up by these guys? I've never even heard of these motherfuckers <laughs> in this side of the Western quadrant of the world. Like, I think there's like something there. I was like, my brain's been like, I was just like, we're chatting, thinking like, wow, maybe you could do like a buddy cop thing. So I've been watching a lot of cop shows. I'm like, I think Vegeta and Goku makes such a fun buddy cop duo of like ultra serious, stupid idiot, but they both switch between those at themselves so much. I think like there's a lot of weird overlap. I think that'd be fun. Hell doesn't like hit exist in kind of like a city planet kind oh of thing. Oh my God. Yeah. What if they bring have to him go in. to, that's yeah, they go to that's the place. actual yeah. click. Yeah. That's the actual click. They have to go to a different universe and so their key registries off for some reason. I don't fucking care. Yeah, we make whatever. sure I'm Toriyama. Yeah. And they have to go like investigate something. They're like, hey, we can't, you guys can't go super big because like our world is not like, come on. Like we don't want so much collateral damage. You got to keep it real low. And so we're going to keep it low to the ground until the end when like the, they encounter this big bad who yeah, they're yeah. still probably when more the powerful fight happens, then. Yeah. But like, hey, we need you to investigate this. Shit's kind of fucked. We need two new people. We're bringing you in. Hell, you could even do that with people who just aren't Goku and still have the same exact outcome. But I think there's like something there that like would be mm-hmm. fun to watch. Toriyama, call me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no good ideas but this one, so just take it from the podcast if you want to use it. Just credit <laughs> best podcast ever. Don't I mean, I would love to have Toriyama on the pod. I mean, I think that's like a fair <laughs> trade. Yeah, that would be that would be or fun. Or Toyotaro. Would have, I, would, I would be like either of them or oh, both of them. I'd have so many questions written down. I'd have so many things I'd want to ask him. Like. Like, and not, nothing to even do with Dragon Ball Z, like, so, like, compared to, like, fan compared, like, what would you say, like, do you think fans take too much stock in that you don't want? Oh, I'd have some questions I want to ask him. 
I, I mean, I can tell you his answer would probably be Vegeta. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be like, be why like, does everybody like him? And then after we untie him from the chair and say it's okay, you can go see his family again after we're done talking <laughs> to him. Like, <laughs> really, really thank him for his time. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't see that one coming. You got me. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> All right, well, bye, everybody. Bye, and we'll be seeing bye. you soon, Toriyama. <laughs>